All right, we're back. The Real Estate Huddle, episode three. Here we go. And if you're watching, we're still in the same clothes. Secret, we just filmed three in a row here, and we're feeling great about it. So hope you're enjoying listening. And He's not feeling great about it. <laughs> no, Landon actually stuff. locked us in here. I just, We've been here for three days. Yeah, it does feel a little bit like a sauna with all this equipment, but we're, we're still having a good time. I just Always wear the same thing is, every day. one minute. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's mullet has grown a yeah, little bit since we've right. been here, so bringing it back. We're still having fun, but um, the topic that we want to discuss this time is what is the best time of year? What does seasonality look like for buying a house? And that is a big topic because it does matter, big time. Um, the one thing that doesn't matter as much is the final outcome when you're buying and selling simultaneously, right? But when you are just buying or just selling. It matters. And and so we'll talk about that as far as, you know, when to capitalize on the best time of year. And um, so the, we want to talk, uh, first off, just talk about the traditional seasonality that is normal. Okay. This year has not been normal and neither was 2020 uh, for obvious reasons. But most years follow a pattern and it goes something like this. So our market will wake up and start to take off a little bit starting in, in January. And you know, we see some pickup in pricing and buyer demand. The weekend after the Super Bowl is a huge weekend for listings. One of the highest listing volume weekends we see. And that's one of the highest buying demand pickups we see as well. For some reason, it's like once the Super Bowl's over, football's over, then everybody's ready to go out and look at homes. And the weather starts to, to get better and Especially better. Especially if your team loses. <laughs> yes, yes, because you have nothing to do for the offseason. Got to get out of that place. <laughs> right. Although in Colorado, we have the abs and the nuggets that keep us busy through June. So we're good. But um, most of the time, the springtime, so February through April, uh, account for three quarters of our annual appreciation just in those three months. So what I mean is if we appreciate, let's say 10% in 2024, you know, just hypothetically, then 7.5% of that appreciation will occur from the listings that are, are listed and sold during the February, March, and April months. So that's how big of a time of year that is to be on the market. Um, not necessarily the best time to be buying. Um, and that's because there's a lot of, of competition during that time. We see the most bidding wars. We see things like, yeah, I mean, the, the anomaly would be 2020 and 2021 where we saw people going 100,000 over asking price. And you know, that was not normal. We were so imbalanced in our market. But that's, that's the crazy time of the market. Then we get past that. May, June tend to be really high listing inventory months where it's a good time to buy. Um, it, it, there's a lot of homes on the market and the market gets a little bit softer during that time. July, August, one of the best times to buy during the year. And that's because inventory is still high. Um, there's a lot of homes that got passed over during the rush and they're getting motivated at that time of year. And so buyers can get better deals. They can get closing costs paid for, like we talked about in last episode. Um, so that tends to be a good time. What do we call that time of year, you guys? The summer lull. You've heard me say in the office a lot. Yeah. The summer lull, right? And why are people distracted during that time of year? School, Vacation. vacations. Mm -hmm. Enjoying the weather. Yep. Back to, yeah, there's only, like, our lake season in Colorado is small, um, and a lot of people like to travel, you know, during the summer before their kids get back in school and that sort of thing. So um, that's why 4th of July is kind of the, 
the tipping point for that to where we enter into the summer lull and then we all the way through Labor Day. So there's about two months where we lose on average three to five percent of of our average price um, as far as home values go during those two months almost every year like clockwork except for this year which was interesting okay and then after that we go pretty flat the fall is the second best time to sell um, because buying demand picks up after labor day and goes pretty strong for a couple months till about mid-november and then it goes completely flat and the holidays tend to be a really good time to buy um, because uh, there's, you know, people that are on the market that, that are selling during that time, typically it's because they need to sell. They have a need. And so they tend to be a bit more motivated and there's less buyers that want to buy and move during the cold season, during the holidays, that sort of thing. So that's your 12-month typical seasonality in the Denver metro area. And it's not the same as it is in other parts of the country from what I've, what I've heard. And so that's, that's particular to our market. And it's moved up to that February to April hot time to sell and not good time to buy. Um, you know, just over the last few years, it's, it's moved up from more like April to June. It was what it used to be. And why do, you, do you guys have any idea why that is? No, it's going to be a quiz. Dude. No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Jackson quizzed me on the last one. Could be a few things. I mean, I, I, is there an actual answer that you're looking for? Um, I've got my theories, but theories. you guys have any ideas? So, so no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it could be uh, just um, from what we've seen in the past, like uh, how we've seen rates adjust at the beginning of the year. It's started to trend that way, and it's naturally pushed people back to know like, okay, beginning of the year is when we um, – you know, when it's going to be a good time to buy or sell or whatever it is. Um, or just, um, I had another one, but I can't, I just lost my train of thought. But could be that. I don't yeah. know. Any other thoughts? Just the cynic in me wants to say, why do we put Christmas stuff out on November 1st or whatever it was? People are trying to buy, bring the active time a little closer. So Commercialism. Yeah. <laughs> start sooner like black friday sales yeah, yeah. Yes. that's a good thought or maybe more people are more uh that's that was my thought people are more uh they they've got their resolutions and they're more people mm -hmm. are more goal oriented and and the millennials are more are at large maybe um a little bit more than they used to be and i mean average average time and and the age to buy for uh millennials is right now yeah so, yep so, um, any other thoughts? Okay. So, I think I think the biggest reason is because people have um, we just came out of a highly competitive market, right? Where we had a lot of homeowners able to sell and then rent their place back for thirty to sixty days. And so, what used to be like the best time to sell was like between April to June because you had time to sell and then. Um, buy another place and get situated before the school started leasebacks changed all that like now because of the competition in the marketplace you had to plan for not just a 30 to 45 day buying process you had to plan for like a 90 to 100 day process of selling and buying and so that's why i think people that want to move that need more size they start earlier so that they can get their place sold rent their place back out for a couple months as they're home shopping and buying another place and so it's it's a 90-day window that they're looking at before they get situated and then they're comfortable and they can maybe do a vacation before the school year starts. Mm -hmm. That's that's my theory, but 
it may or may not be true. Plus, Gen Z is actually, we hibernate, and as, uh, <laughs> climate change accentuates the length of it. Because you're, you're saying seasonality has moved up to February, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the hot time mm-hmm. to sell. So, yeah, that's, that's well, interesting. What time mm-hmm. of year is it right now? Because someone's going someone's gonna to be watching this later. It's like, so, remember now, it's actually a great time to buy. So all mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. buying clients that we're working with now, like, don't lose hope mm-hmm. like, we'll get you support on a buy down as long as the market stays where it is and you got less competition and the beautiful homes and if you're watching now or close to this air date we've had four straight days of rate drops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is actually probably day five if it drops again i haven't checked today but mm-hmm. um we're starting to see a possible trend totally yeah so, make which is going to adjust, okay. se- which will adjust seasonality mm-hmm. for first quarter, big yep. time. Yeah, and for seasonality, like what we're moving into now is what the National Association of Realtors deems the slow season. And for the West, uh, they show that there's 71 percent less sales November to February as compared to that hot season. So, mm-hmm. I think Colorado is actually a little bit closer to that. I think there's some more temperate climates in the West that are, you know, adjusting that number a little bit higher, but we're seeing a really big reduction um, there, as well as the fact with inventory, buyers have a ton of stuff to look at right now. Um, The numbers that I pulled was that we have 2.3 months of supply um, as of October 11th, which was the most recent data I can get. in the south here, which is the highest that it's been since 2019. Mm -hmm. And in Denver, there's 2.3 months of inventory, which is the highest it's been in eight years. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's looking in Denver, now they're gonna have more options than ever. And prices are lower, there's less competition. So now's a really great time to capitalize before we hit February. It is, it is so like, so this year is very interesting because we never had a summer lull. We'd never lost value in, in those mm-hmm. months that we usually lose three to 5% of value. However, we have more, more inventory, meaning active homes on the market. We have more options to choose from than we normally do in July and August during the summer lull, which is, I think, the best time to buy normally um, right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have 7,400 units on the market right now that are for sale. The economists say about 12,000 is balanced in our market. And so we're still not a balanced market, yet, but we've got, we've got way more options to choose from. Um, I remember in 2021 in February, looking at the MLS and going, wow, holy crap. We have 800 homes in the entire Denver metro area to choose wow. from. And there was about 1,100 units if you count condos and townhomes. And it's hard to think that we were at that point. That's like, crazy. Nuts. Yeah, that's yeah. So that was a crazy time. I mean, literally, we have seven times that right now, the, the options <laughs> to choose from. That's a small number. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So, and we had 12 homes in all of Highlands Ranch, where I live. Right. So, like, that for 100,000 people, 12 homes. Yeah. yeah. To, put it, just to put it in perspective, a balanced market, which is like one buyer to one seller, mm-hmm. is, do you guys know that number? Is around 12,000. 12,000, right? Mm-hmm. So... Or even, I mean, even still, we're what seven? Yep, yeah. seventy seven thousand now. Yep, still well under that threshold. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, looking back to that eight hundred number, that's just like I can't believe. I don't know how we survived that. Quite honestly, there was a 
it was skyrocket of the yeah. market. But anecdotally, like at that time, if a couple of us had a buyer in Highlands Ranch, it'd be like, oh, that new one that came on today, I'm going to go see that. And then he'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm going to see that. And so yeah. it's like, yeah. I remember team seeing the same house everyone else is. I remember seeing, yeah. uh, it's so funny because there were a couple times where we have another team uh, member, Brock. He's not here, but um, I'd see Brock at the same listing over and over again. <laughs> Like, hey, what's going on, buddy? It's rare to see Brock, period. But like, and so it was like, I love the guy. I'm like, if my buyers want this, screw <laughs> right. you. He's a busy guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and that's just quick story time from, from 2021. Um, the hottest market I've ever seen, spring of 2021. Absolute, uh, just berserk market. I, we listed a place that was backing to a six-lane road, Highlands Ranch Parkway. And we listed it for 5449 um, and that was, I did a ton of study on the comps. I, I, you know, mapped everything. I was like, this is the right price. It's going to sell for this. Yeah. And you know, that was during the time where we had 800 homes on the market, mm-hmm. put it up. I mean, not a great location back into a six lane road. Most people would say that's not where you want to live. Right. Um, nope. 32 offers sold for six fifty, a hundred thousand, 105,000 over asking cash closed in two weeks. Yeah. I mean that's what that's what was happening yeah. back then. I mean that same home is is not selling for that today. Yeah. Like they are still underwater. So we complain about interest rates and where they are right now and like the the right time to buy. Does anybody has anybody seen that meme of Dave Ramsey on social media like over and over again buy saying now. when's the everybody wonders when the best time is to buy a house, right? <laughs> like you yeah. you heard what he said. Um yeah. so he he talks about how don't don't let interest rates stop you from buying a house because interest rates change, right? The the home values you want to buy on the dip, right? So yeah. the question of like, is it better to have a lower interest rate or lower price? Um, the rates change, so you can you can refi later. Mm-hmm. But when it dips, that's when you want to buy. Take advantage of that, and then change your rate later when rates fluctuate and go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as much as I uh, I loved the. It's going to sound so bad. But as much as I loved the market in 2020 and 2021 and how successful you were, it was so unhealthy. Like the, just the numbers were terrible. And now we're in a market where, yeah, home values are high because of that as a result of those markets, but we're at a much healthier inventory. We're still probably not quite as healthy as we should be, um, but we're seeing things kind of just simmer down to where it's going to be a much healthier market or still, and we're still seeing appreciation. That's the cool part. But in markets like that, which we could, I mean, it probably won't be that drastic, but if rates continue to drop, we'll see similar um, trends, you know, not as drastic, like I said, but um, it could get pretty crazy in in the future. Point, but it's going to completely change the market. We have, we s- we, I describe it like, have you guys ever had a bunch of ice in a cup and sure. you're trying to get it and it all just decides to yeah. hold <laughs> up and then, <laughs> and then it's like, <gasps> boom, just you in the yeah. face yeah. and it's all gone. That's like what the, that's what I imagine the market's like right now. We have so yeah. many buyers just holding, 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 holding six and a half percent. Boom. They yeah. just release and yeah, it's so everyone enters. Sellers, like we said, the sellers are holding, holding, holding because I don't want to. You know, go four percentage points higher on my, or I don't believe that there's any buyers out there because the rates are so high. Mm-hmm. So it's just two sided. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. Yep. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. So 
I, uh, it'll be an interesting market this next year. I think with what we're seeing now, with rates starting to drop, um, it's a great time to buy now. It's super, super good time mm-hmm. to buy now. But, um, and, but that's not to say it could be a good time to sell and buy this next year too. So yep, yes. Yeah. And this metaphor makes sense to me, and we can cut it if I sound like more of a crazy person than usual. But <laughs> a mistake that a lot of people make in sparring or in fighting is they want to throw their best combo or their favorite combo, and so they're sitting there waiting and waiting, and they're just getting beaten up. Because they're waiting for that perfect combo, and what they're not doing is looking for the opening and seizing that kind of opportunity. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people my age, they want that perfect one-two combo of the market's going to crash and prices are going to come down, interest rates are going to come down, and I'm going to get this great deal on this house, this one-two, and we're going to sing Kumbaya in a circle. <laughs> totally. But the problem is a lot of the people who are my age, what you're doing is you're waiting for that perfect one-two combo right, that you really want and you're just getting beaten up by the market and yeah. you're not looking at the opportunity and throwing you know, a combination that's going to hit the opening. And the opening right now is that you can buy a home for an incredibly low price right now, deal with the interest rates for a little bit. You're going to you know, have the benefit if you're able to have a great agent like us who negotiates a two-to-one buy-down. All the concessions that you can get in this market are going to help you deal with those higher interest rates. And then you're going to be locked into that home and you can refinance later on. So I think that's the big opportunity in this market that a lot of people are waiting for that perfect, you know, prices come down, interest rates come down. Unfortunately, when interest rates come down, people have more money to spend. And when people have more money to spend, home prices go up. So you're really missing out if you're sitting there waiting. Um, And if anybody wants to talk about it more, feel free to DM me at the ADHD Realtor. Because I think a lot of people like my age are a little bit confused. Well, I think we can also adding on to that, there's going to be an obstacle no matter what. Like the old market that we were talking about, you know, yeah, interest rates are great, but you're paying 50000 over, 100000 over for maybe a house that, you know, you don't love. You move mm-hmm. in, there's six lanes behind you, you know, yeah. you kind of think about that. So yep. thinking about there's going to be an obstacle no matter what. So totally. that, I mean... That's good advice. It's inevitable. Yep. That's and really 81% advice. of people who bought during the pandemic were not satisfied with their experience or with aspects of their house because they were kind of forced into a pigeonhole. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to see those people come back on the market most likely. A couple stats to back up what Spencer was saying as far as just like the number of people moving. We're down 23% this year to date. Um, are less people are moving. 20% less year last year um, moved. Uh, so, you know, 20% last year, 23% this year, that's a lot of pent up demand that's like just waiting to come out like that piece of ice in the cup, yeah. right? And I love Jackson's analogy. It's it's all about like for metaphorically, right, waiting, like doing the same move or that move that you want to do, maybe like that single family house that you want to buy. But really the move to do right now is buy a condo. <laughs> Yeah. And and then maybe live in it for a year and then go buy another condo and rent out that condo mm-hmm. and then maybe do that again, right? So there's there's some really smart things you can be doing right now if you just take what the defense gives you, as I like to say in basketball, but like take what the market's giving you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, um, I got to throw this out there because we're seeing it, at least I've seen it a, a couple times with some of the uh, homes that I have on the market um, that we've listed 
assumable mortgages. Mm-hmm. Like those aren't going to last very long. And, uh, and what does that mean exactly? So FHA. Yeah. So um, if you have a loan that's with FHA and you're trying to sell your house, there is a lot of people out there that are looking for assumable loans. And FHA allows you to assume someone's loan uh, as long as you can put down the difference of what the house is listed at and what they owe. At their interest rate. At their interest rate. Yep. Their interest rate. And most people that have FHA loans right now probably bought when the loan rates were 2.5 to 2.5 to even up to five, which is still better. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like I said, that's not going to last long, um, because it's going to get competitive, but because we're in a market where buyers have a little bit more power, those FHA assumables are much more, um, they just present a great opportunity for if you have the cash to do it. Um, so I felt like we needed to plug that one because I know in the past a couple episodes we didn't, but we could do a whole yeah. episode on that. Oh yeah, That's actually, 100%. Uh, we'll talk more about assuming because we're actively working with clients that are just gunning in on assuming yeah. a loan right now. Yeah, especially, so. I mean, it, it, but it has to be primary residence. Yep. Can't be yeah. can't be investors. So yeah, awesome. and FHA is also a good option if you have lower credit. I believe the cutoff is still five eighty mm-hmm. um, to be able to do that. So some mm-hmm. things like Chaffa has a little bit higher of a threshold. So that is a good option if somebody is still working on their credit, building their credit. And then just to piggyback on what you said, with you know a lot of people want that dream home, but getting a starter condo is probably a better idea. If you're a little bit like me, you've probably ended up on like finance TikTok, finance YouTube, and there's a million get rich quick schemes. I'm going to give you a get rich slow scheme. You just buy a starter, one bed, one bath, live in it for a couple of years. Then you buy a two bed, two bath, rent out your one bed, one bath. And I have a friend who I've helped do this. And now he's working on renovating his two bed property. He's going to rent that out. And then he's going to move up to another bigger, better property. Um, and he's a young guy. He's a full-time server. It's not, you know, inaccessible to people. It's just making the right move and, you know, seizing those opportunities. Totally. Yeah. That's shout- another podcast episode. Shout- <laughs> and and shout, out, shout out to Greg Manzanares um, and Blair Weed. They both have some pretty cool programs that help people. It's kind of like they're become a millionaire through real estate type deal. And, um, they, uh, so yeah, ask us about that. Both those guys really care about helping people create wealth too. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So So I, I know we kind of straight off, but as far as seasonality goes, this all does affect seasonality a little bit Mm because when rates adjust, the seasonality changes or, or just kind of grows in a different aspect. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you ask, let's just recap here when the best time to buy a house is, if you ask someone who's been around for ages and ages, um, we don't have any of them on our team. Um, but if you ask someone like that, they would say, well, the first time to buy a house was 20 years ago. <laughs> and then if you ask um, other people, it's like us, you know, we would probably say today because like this is a great market to, to buy a house in, even though your payment's going to be a little bit high. You know, we've talked about all the benefits of buying now and getting that 2-1 buy down, the rate buy down lower, um, getting money off the price so that you can then refi later and, and have a great house. So that's seasonality wise, July, August and the holidays, you know, nothing beats those times of year to, to buy and hope you enjoyed our, our episode today and we'll see you next time.